Hey Bene, this is Rina Deepthi Annabil, aka Mummy Imperfect, and you're listening to the Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect, your weekly dose of girl chat, real talk, and the place where I delve into different aspects of womanhood with the help of my fierce and fabulous guests, of course. So, October marks the start of menopause month. Why does the world need a menopause month, you might ask? Because we don't talk about it, that's why. And I'm talking about women, you know, women to women. We don't talk about it, let alone to our kids, you know, or our other halves. So, you know, I thought, let's talk about this, let's discuss this. And I have a lovely guest here with me today. So joining me today to discuss breaking the taboo around menopause, opening up the conversation and kind of... um talking about the impacts of menopause on women and how to manage it is Heather Jackson, a menopause expert and co-founder of Gen M, who's working with QVC at the moment to improve the experience of those going through menopause. Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mummy and Perfect, Heather. Well, thank you very much, Rena. And obviously it is great you're doing to actually bring out the conversation, absolutely help women who feel possibly at the moment disempowered and not knowing what to do about menopause because actually their research has shown that one in 10 women are it's only one in 10 women who are prepared for menopause that suggests that nine out of 10 women and there's 15 and a half million women in the UK alone going through menopause at any one time nine out of 10 of those women are totally unprepared for the menopause journey they're going to have so is it any wonder that they feel fearful to talk it to the children and to to actually talk to anyone about it and what QVC are doing as one of our partners have committed to actually raising the awareness of menopause is actually acknowledge it's about opening up conversations and they've got on board with them some incredible powerfully influential women like Shirley Ballas and and Sally Gunnell the Olympian to actually put together a video I'm I'm, I'm on it in a small part but actually every little bit counts and um, to actually talk about their own experience of menopause and why this is so important they've not only brought this campaign out in relation to menopause world menopause month coming along in October but they've also brought a site out that is more going to be up there for more than just a day, more than just a month, actually up there full time. It's a great site on the qvcuk.com site, which is qvc.uk.com. Sorry, QVC. Let me start again. It's okay. The actual perfect web, website for getting this information is www.qvcuk.com forward slash menopause your way and it's got some really really interesting articles that can actually help destigmatize the actual things around menopause but more importantly give you the roots and the know-all to actually take forward the steps you need to take to control your menopause your way and it's not just for women I mean it's great your podcast but I would hope every woman listening to your to your your podcast have 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 in t- are in touch with men and actually we need more men in the conversation as well because would you be surprised to know Rina, that m- there's 48 symptoms of menopause and women never mind men most women can only name between three and five well and me, actually, me included that- you know me included I I mean we when we when we think about menopause and when we think about um you know okay we think about the movies what do they show us they show us like women standing in front of the fridge fanning themselves oh my gosh I'm having a hot flush and the, and everyone's like oh don't worry about her she's going through the change right that's what we think about 
and that's yeah. about it really well, <laughs> what what are the other common ones that we we, we well, need to know well that people know about are brain fog mm. hot flushes sweats night sweats fatigue but what they forget is the overwhelmingness lack of confidence the lack of libido these are all symptoms that can actually be be, be rectified or, or, or supported better no one's menopause is the same so actually you have it in a way that suits yourself so it might be going to the doctors and getting hrt it might actually be recognizing that even if I, you have been given the hrt it might it isn't just the one silver bullet you need to look at your nutrition you need to look at the exercise you need to look at the food you're eating you need to look at the kit that you you're buying to accommodate this and this is where qvc come in really well they not only provide you content to make you aware of the symptoms but they also recognize as well that this disempowered audience are actually time poor as well because menopause hits you at the most inconvenient time of, of your life you know by the time a woman is 40 she is if she's in natural menopause she will already unbeknowingly to her right now be showing three signs of perimenopause and that doesn't even account for the young women who get it early or have to endure surgical menopause as well which brings on menopause early so it's per, it's it's tantamount we want to help women prepare themselves better but also support each other better through services products support you know online support and actually content to make our menopause the best it can be and take an okay menopause into a great menopause because let's be honest you get to my age 53 years old you're at the pinnacle of your life you've got the most skills you're probably ever going to have the most talent you've got the best friendship groups you've got the most experience and confidence you know fully in life the economy the world should be thriving off us and Absolutely. actually we yeah. you've you told me about what you're doing with QVC and that's brilliant and I just wanted to ask you this though because I have had other women on the podcast talking about their experiences HRT or no HRT and what is HRT for people that are a bit like well I don't really understand what it is can you just explain it in a nutshell well firstly I'm not a menopause expert I am a perimenopausal woman who's actually <laughs> just brought some great rounds together to raise so I don't you know that's the other thing there aren't great experts in menopause because we've got a right. the doctors haven't got it right yet like workplace hasn't but together we can unite on this so hrt is hormone replacement therapy it's 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 you you have to go to, to the doctors you have to get prescription for it for, for certain types of hrt and it will help you because the the menopause is actually like adult puberty it's your hormones are you know raging all over the place you know but actually in society we accept Puberty. Except we're going to be monosyllabic. We're going to be spotty. We're going to have tantrums, but it doesn't go down well. Being a fifty-three-year-old woman having that, it just doesn't seem to have the same effects. And so, again, HRT is one phase that we can balance ourselves back out. But equally, any woman who is reading all the press at the moment who feel that oh. I'll just get some HRT and that will sort me out. That's all I need. No, it's not the one silver bullet. It may, if you're allowed to take it, may help make your better, but it won't make it great. You have to actually eat the right foods now. Your body needs those nutrients. You know, it needs the calcium. It needs the proteins. It needs it more than ever before. It also needs the right exercise and the right sleep and all these different things and the nutrient and supplements. All these things account to make your menopause great and actually I do believe as women we deserve a great menopause and you know would you be surprised to know it can last up to 15 years of our lives this isn't a 
as something that we're going to go in and out of very quick and that anyone else in our families, our partners, whatever, can nip down to the pub and hope it's over by the time they get home. That ain't going to happen. We have to embrace it. We have to prepare for it. And we actually have to be better mentally, physically and emotionally prepared for the support we will need to take ourselves through this period in time. Okay, so you work a lot with brands and you've, you've mentioned to yeah. me some, some of that. I just, I went to Boots the other day and me and my friend and we were quite surprised, like pleasantly surprised that for the first time ever, we actually saw um, a face cream, I think it was Boots number seven, that was targeted towards menopausal women, which yeah. was really nice to see because I'm assuming like, you know, this is what I thought that when I reach menopause, I'm going to be like, well, what, where do I fall into now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah. Well, I mean, again, Boots, Boots UK are a partner, a founding partner, along with QVC of Jenem. We've got 70 of the biggest brands on board who are all looking to understand this audience better. So that was Heather Jackson, menopause expert and co-founder of Gen M. Um, obviously, she's working with QVC, so she's promoting QVC a lot. Fair enough. Um, that might be somewhere that you might want to go to for information. But you know what? Um, there are other places that we can go to and we can talk to each other as well. Um, and that's exactly what I did when I spoke to Veena and Manjeet last year at some point um, when I spoke to them about the menopause. And they were really, really um, open with me um, about sharing how they felt during the menopause and also what worked for them. So here's a little clip of that episode. And that can, have, I think Vina will agree with this as well, is the people you surround you with, you surround yourself with, will actually have a huge impact on the way you're dealing with your menopause. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I get a lot of women, because I talk about it on my page, um, mm. contact me, tell me stories. Some of them are really sad because mm. they don't realise they're going through menopause. Like in the first lockdown, I had a lot of women contact me who were... Um, they were going through marriage breakups, relationship breakups, because their husband just or partner thought they, they were mad or they just weren't getting on anymore. And that was it. It was the end of the line. And it's really sad because all it was, they, was, they were going through menopause. And if they'd have got some help, they could have helped their relationship. I had um, a young man, I think he was 22. He um, read one of my posts and he said, I think my mum's going through menopause. Mm. And he asked her some questions and the mum didn't even realise she was going through menopause. And it, But anyway, got her to go to the doctors. She got some help. Um, and he goes, I got my mum back. Oh, wow. That's so, amazing. It, That's so cool. Yeah. It's such a positive thing, isn't it, from you sharing your experiences? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's not easy because sometimes you being Asian, you'll be like, why are you talking about this? You know, why do people need to know that? Why do you need to talk about it? And it's like, well, someone has to. Mm. And I didn't know. I didn't know I was going through menopause. And then I asked my mum and she was like, yeah, I just went through it. You you just do. You, you don't talk about these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true because I, um, I've got a YouTube channel. And on my YouTube channel, there's um, uh, a recording on there, which I did with a lady called Diane Evans. It's about menopause in the workplace. Right. Mm. Do you know what? I had no idea that there's actually policies around this stuff, around menopause in the workplace. I had no idea. No idea. So, and so what do you mean? Like you, you can take time off or what? what yeah, kind yeah. Of there's all sorts of things in there. There's all sorts of things to do with women and menopause in the workplace because it, it needs to be highlighted. Right. Because 50 percent of the workforce is women. Yeah. So if not more in some organisations, depending on the type of organisation you're in. And there is things yeah. that, that you can do to speak to your speak to your employer about it. It's not 
you know, if it makes them uncomfortable, good. Right, let's get, let's get people talking about it. Um, it's really good to know that there are polities because I think everyone's very clued up about pregnancy, what my entitled to and all this stuff. We're very clued up on that. But menopause, no, you know, lots of people mm. won't know that. So and I didn't know that. But then when when it comes to the workplace and being open about what you're going through. Yes, like we're, we're having this conversation. We're saying we need to talk about it. But then also it's like, you know, sometimes and I think I might be like this. You don't want people to know too much personal things about you and you don't want to appear weak like you want to appear as somebody who's got it all together you don't want people to think oh Bajadi, you know she's going through menopause she might have brain fog she's erratic she's gonna be a bit oh stay away from her do, do you understand what i'm saying i i do i do understand it I mean, and it's and it's wrong it takes, it's yeah it's, yeah it's not right it takes courage and it takes strength to be able to do that and i think for me personally and I think my family will probably attest to this as well. I've never been one to keep quiet about stuff, right? Some stuff I've kept quiet about, obviously. But generally speaking, if I've got something to say, I'll tend to say it. Um, but I think I'll give you a prime example, right? Last week, now this week, actually, I've just been delivering training, service management training is one of the other things I do to um, a group of people, mainly men. And um, I was sitting there and I could feel a hot flush coming on. And I said to them, I said, oh, you have, can you hang on a minute? And I said, oh, are you okay? I said, I'm just having a hot flush. I'm going through menopause. And I just literally came out with it because I don't think twice about it anymore. Yeah, but I love that, the fact that you are so open about this, like, oh, just a hot flush, you know, is what it is. Yeah, yeah I just said it to them and they're like, some of their, their faces just like, you can see it because it's over Zoom. It's a bit like, oh my God, there's the <laughs> M word, right? And um, even when I was living training in the classroom before we went into lockdown, uh, because I'd recognise what was kind of going on, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd mention it then. But I think because of lockdown, and because my anxiety was so bad, I'm not telling honestly. I can't tell you how bad it was. I used to just sob and sob and sob, like I thought I my whole world was falling apart. Mm. And and I remember going for a walk one time in Stockley Park near where I live, and there's a little bit of a hill thing, and I went and sat up there. You know, when you see a little child crying with their head down and their knee like on their knees and stuff, just soft. That was me. I was that person. And people were just walking past me and just ignoring me. Which made me feel even worse. I felt even more isolated. So and that from that was that was a turning point for me. I was like, I can't live my life like this. I can't do it. I'm not prepared to live my life like this. Right? This this one episode in my life, this change, is not going to change me in a detrimental way i'm going to take hold of this and i'm going to do something with it which is why i then started speaking up a lot more about it and and now Vina and i've had a conversation about it i post on linkedin linkedin business oh it's all about business it's a platform use your platform people for whatever you need to get out there yeah absolutely so, and also yeah. it's like how you said you're not going to let it change you but and, and also you know like if the average age is like 51 you know mm. or late 40s whatever that's like, if you live till 81, that's like 30 years that you've got to live your life. And you know what I mean? It's not like, mm -hmm. oh, that's it, that's over. That's potentially a long time that you could be thriving, as mm. you say. Mm. Um, so just, you know, how I was talking about in the workplace and stuff and, and how what people think menopause is like, because you know, in, in the films and stuff, when you think about menopause, it's always like a red-faced woman in front of a fridge door, that, oh my god you know that's that's what it is or somebody mm. who's like erratic and 
and and even when you think about how it's been shown i remember i don't know if you saw sex in the city 2 the film which was like so it wasn't the greatest i have to say no. however was samantha was going through menopause wasn't she in there mm. and um she was like mm. oh i need to eat yams and all this so uh, i mean i don't know how realistic that portrayal was but again that was a character who was going through it and then um i don't know if you've seen bombay bagums recently yes yeah i spoke to you about this isn't it vina on the phone yeah yeah but character one of the main things that she's going through in there she's going through menopause and she's in denial of it isn't it and so i think one of the opening scenes uh very early on they they kind of come in with it bam that she's having a hot flush in a meeting she has to excuse herself and she's literally got sweat patches you know you know what i was watching that with my husband and before anything, as soon as she said, oh, hold on a minute, I went, so I said to my husband, I went, she's going through menopause. He said, how do you know? I said, it's obvious. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, the woman's going through menopause. And yes, she is. This is before it was even mentioned. As soon as she said she had to take a minute, uh-huh. I was like, oh, she's going through yeah. menopause. And that was it. It was like. And I love the fact that they, they showed that, you know, and yeah. also the fact that she's, she's a boss, you know. I mean, she looks yeah. amazing. She's still managing to lead uh she obviously has a very active sex life so it's not like some poor little woman in a corner um mm. I, I mean what did you guys think about it how her character what do you reckon I'll, I'll let you do some talking being i'm doing quite a lot of talking <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was shown really well um but yeah like you just said she had an important role she was um in charge of so many people but she still had to carry on um but a lot of women are in denial of it because she was for most of the program. Um, and it's almost because they're too embarrassed to admit mm. that they're going through that last stage. Um, they don't want to be shown as, they think they're going to be looking weak if they say they're going through menopause. Because sometimes I think in the workplace, people think, well, she's going through menopause, she's getting old now. Um, do we give her more responsibility? Do we allow her to do some big project? Is she going to be able to cope? Um, yes, we might deal with it differently, but it doesn't mean you can't then carry on doing what you used to do. And yeah, we need to take a minute like Manjit had to when you were having, um, you were delivering some training and that's it, that's all we need. But I think it's because women don't like to come across that they're in that final stage. We're becoming weaker, we're changing, um, and it's associated with getting old. You know, there's so much, there's a lot of ageism in the workplace. I've I've experienced it, you know, uh, when I was in my late 30s and everybody else was like 23. There is a lot of ageism and then, and it makes it worse, doesn't it? Because we don't want to feel like, oh God, we're, we're on our way out. It all comes down to how you feel about yourself. I personally have never felt old right whatever that old whatever old means whatever anybody's definition of old is i've never really felt old in my head i mean okay i know i'm going to be 54 this year and i look and i think you know what i'm damn good for 53 at the moment i look really good i feel good 100 percent. i mean both you know? of you when this is the thing like you guys should be on a poster for menopause because there's no because the thing is you know people are like oh my god and we have that red face woman in front of a fridge and you know oh putting on weight and growing facial hair and all this kind of thing that people are scared of but that's why it's nice to see women who are looking amazing you know you're looking after yourselves you're doing what you want to do in life so that is a really positive thing um mm. a, another thing that i was going to say which i i've got i kind of made a note of this the feeling old thing, feeling past your sell-by date thing. A lot of people 
<laughs> they kind of think that's it that's my last chance I'm never going to have kids again now and especially people who start the menopause or perimenopause in their early 40s some people may just have one kid by then or not even have kids and they're you know these days people are having kids later anyway right so that's less time that you have less childbearing years it's the last kind of nail in the coffin for your childbearing years and some people find that quite difficult to cope with even if they don't want any more kids do you guys agree with that or not yeah um because sometimes it's just knowing you can um and i've still got time if i decide to change my mind and have a second child or a child so yeah i think it's i mean for me like i said when i found out the gp surgery went in my car had a little cry about it um it wasn't because obviously it wasn't for me that i wanted to have children it was just i've changed as a woman i i am in that final stage because it's when you're younger it's like you're going to start your periods then you know the whole puberty thing and then you're yeah. going to be at childbearing age you're now at this final stage and there isn't an option now so that's um something that women feel well i don't have that option anymore i know you can still have babies in menopause um mm. it's not that you can't um i guess it's just harder yeah i think for, for me i think i had my children really really early i was quite young uh, back in the day, you know, from my era, we got, you left school and, and you were married off, mm. kind of thing. So how old you know? were you? So when I you was had married. It? I was hold on, eighteen and a half when I got married, That's and nineteen right, really, and a yeah. half when I had my eldest. And so my oldest is almost thirty-four. Okay. Um, and then I had my daughter quite quickly after him. So eighteen months later, I had her. So by the time I was like twenty-one, I was a mother of two kids. When I look back on it now, I think, oh my god, I was still a child. I was a child having children, you know. Yeah, I mean, it is so really because young, I, I think, yeah, I had my kids when I was really, really young. And so you did as well, me, didn't you, Vina? Yeah, so I was 20 when I had my daughter. Um, yeah. I was 25 when I had my son. So two children by the time I was 25. Yeah, I wasn't, I didn't feel that I've lost, I'm losing my womanhood or um i can't have to, i didn't pers personally i didn't experience that feeling yeah. and that's not to say that people don't because obviously they do because everybody's different i to me it was like oh my god no more periods but yeah. do you know what <laughs> can i have a period rather than hot flushes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but when i was younger i did actually think oh menopause sounds really great because you don't have to worry about periods anymore like yeah. i was you know you were just so naive and just oblivious to everything that it involves so thank you so much to veena there and manjeet as well and i i have to say that you know after speaking to them i felt a little bit better and i'm, I'm happy to have heard it again myself because i um well, I don't know I, I feel quite scared I do I feel quite scared that you know people say things to me like oh you've got really good skin you know you look young and this and that and it's like oh okay but you know I can see changes happening I can see my skin which was dry anyway like getting drier my nails are crap at the moment they are like really flaky and horrible and I'm just like whose hands are these mate because they look awful um, is this the future for me? That's what I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, I'm a little bit scared. And even like, you know, people have said to me like, oh, you know, I didn't bother with sex after menopause because it was just, oh no, I just didn't want to. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like that, you know? Um, and, and this whole thing of like, um, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast before you, uh, I, I do mention that I find it really hard to stay in shape. Um, I'm, my body naturally veers towards an apple shape, 
but um, I'm a rectangle. But the re- a rectangle is is good for me. That's, I'm, I'm going to be a rectangle at best. I'll tell you that now because my body wants to be an apple, okay? And I have heard that during the menopause, you know, you put in a lot of weight around your middle. That's where it kind of sticks. Um, and so it concerns me. Like, am I going to have to literally kill myself to remain like a rectangle? You know, SpongeBob SquarePants going to be like a distant dream? Um, I don't know. But listen, I will um, share with you things that I'm going through during the podcast because that's what I do. I like to be open and honest about these things because if we're all pretending that we're having the most brilliant time and, oh yeah, menopause doesn't affect us, that's bullshit. Yeah, we need to be open with each other um, and um, help each other out. Anyway, I hope that this has been helpful and interesting for you and um, I hope that you join me again next week. Follow me on Instagram at Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect or at Rena D. Annabelle. There's a Mommy Imperfect Facebook page as well. And I'm on Twitter, Rena uh, Deepti on Twitter. Take care. Bye.